0: The Commission, Uncle Paulie, P. Diddy, Cesar Leo, Janeiro, Charlie Baltimore, Iceberg Slim, The Most Shady, Frankie Baby. We here. Do you know what beef is? Do you know what beef
1: is? Uh Uh-uh. Ask yourself.
0: uh Uh-uh. Do you Uh know what
1: beef is? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Black Dog Sports Podcast. I am your host, Arthur Hoseley Jr. from the class of 2008. And tonight, we have a few interesting topics for you all. Starting off with a video from um, some random media guy, whose name I don't know because Jeremiah just gave it to us, uh, who was talking about the fact that Mike Leach might not be the best hire. Uh, The second topic, uh, Mississippi State basketball, uh, where we talked about Kentucky last week. Uh, Arkansas game, the girls lost against uh, Kentucky and the diamond dogs. And of course, uh, JT Ginn is out indefinitely. And the last topic is going to be a lack of support from black fans. Is this support emblematic of a, or lack of support emblematic of a problem with black America? I don't know what that even means, but we are definitely going to find out. So Tonight, I have the usual guys with us, uh, Mr. Derek Thomas, Jeremiah Short, and Ricardo Soob. Of course, I got to gauge your temperature. Derek, what's on your mind tonight going into the show? Man, I'm just glad to be back on, talking
0: Bulldog sports with you fellas. I missed the last show, but I'm glad to be back tonight. And yeah, I had the same reaction to the last topic that you had, but we're going to hit it up, ready to rock and roll.
1: Right, and so the next person I'm going to go to, Mr. Jeremiah Short, if he's done
2: eating. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm just excited, of course, to talk about Bulldog man, and I'm just glad that uh, we finally found Derek's source.
1: Okay, so a little bit of antagonism. Ricardo, what's on your mind tonight? Of course. God damn it, Ricardo. Wait, okay. Ricardo, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Okay, great. So what's on your mind tonight?
0: Uh, Man, just glad to be back here talking Mississippi State Athletics and all the goings on around Stark Vegas. Just happy to be back here with you guys to hear the opinions and facts.
1: Actually, uh, I'm going to go a little bit off um, topic here. We were supposed to start off talking about this article, but fuck it. Um, I want to talk about this uh, rivalry that's been brewing on this podcast from day one between Mr. Jeremiah Short and Derek Thomas. And, you know, I want to be an instigator and see if we can get to the bottom of this on air. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Jeremiah, he unmuted himself. So I'm guessing that he want to speak first because, you know, we got to hash this out like men's. You know, (laughs) now, if they they were in the same place, we could do it with a fist fight. But, uh, (laughs) unfortunately, you know that's that's not an option that's on the table because Jeremiah he he set it off when he said we finally found Jer we he said we finally found Derek's source. I don't know what that means, so I want to know what the what what the <coughs> background on that statement is, Mister Jeremiah. Well,
2: uh, as we all know, one of the most infamous moments in the short time of our podcast is when I asked Derek what's his. I actually didn't listen to it for a while, that whole particular episode. I didn't think much of it. Obviously, Derek did. But I know at the time when he made the statement about it was about James Jackson moving to offensive line after the season, he made it almost like it was a matter-of-the-fact statement. And I basically called BS on it. And of course, at the time, Derek was very upset by it and like didn't like that. I was calling him out, but I know I, I look at the same news website he's looked at it, and I followed Gene's page and all those particular sources and I knew that was it, it just didn't make any sense so I don't like someone coming on air on any type of radio show you whether I'm part of it or anything like that and making claims they know aren't true and even though it's something small about James Jackson and a position switch I don't feel like that's something proper for our podcast for somebody to be coming out and putting it out there now he could say hey I was wrong with calling him out but if you weren't lying if you weren't just making stuff up it wouldn't be then for me to call you out about and so the origin of me saying we finally found the source, um, Paul Jones, uh, I think, was it Paul or Steve? I guess it was Paul Jones said that, you know, James Jackson recently would be going back to offensive line, of course, with the um, new coaches and things like that. And one of the reasons he did move back to defense last year was because of just lack of depth and because of the Tudor gate and all that good stuff. But I don't. it was never nothing set in stone. I think a lot of people just expected to move. So it would have been one thing if Derek had came out at the time and just said, you know, I, I think we do know that's probably something expected to happen or a lot of people think that's going to happen. But to just say it as a matter of fact, I, I took issue with that. So um, I don't know, like I don't know what the whole beef thing is, but at the same time, like I, that was really my core issue at that time.
0: Let me tell you something, homeboy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you walk around on this podcast like you King Jaffa Jaffa or some shit, like you got roseberries or roses at your feet. You are not. And here's the thing with you. And while you, while you may have covered Mississippi State sports directly when you were at Mississippi State, you think that gives you priority that you're always right. That oh, I, I, I've been right about quarterback before so, when you're wrong about a lot of stuff that you say. It may sound good coming out your mouth, but tell you who made you the authority? And there have been some things that you, you've you said that has been sketchy. No one wanted you to name your source. You know what I'm saying? So for you to do that the way you did it, you know, um, and the thing is, unfortunately, I couldn't find it. But I knew I saw it because I was surprised that it happened. And he was going to go back to offense even before the Domore got fired. They were discussing that. Now it just so happens, I would have liked to have seen him stay on defense with this new 335 um format because the 335 nose tackle position fits him. It fits him to a T. You know what I'm saying? And hey. You know, so no one, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. You can always be wrong. It's just the fact that you think you are God's gift to being right. And sometimes you're wrong. And the way you handle business is wrong. And the way you interrupt people is wrong. It's like, Jeremiah, you're a huge run-on sentence. A lot of times when we're in this podcast, we try to shut you up, but he can't. Because you don't be quiet. You're like, the, you're like Mr. Smith from The Matrix. you every damn where. Well. You don't be quiet. You think you are God's giving. You're not, dog. Don't get me wrong. I respect you for your not you help. You know, but you just need to understand that you are not the king of this podcast. You're not. And you know, that's what you need to understand. Yes, you have been on the inside of Mississippi State Sports longer than me. But well, guess what? I have been a fan of Mississippi State's longer than you. So I have, some, I have some leverage as well. While you may have you have been on the inside longer than me as far as for your position, that don't mean you are always right just because you used to work the bully bar finally you used to work with Gene Page or whatever. Your opinions can be just as wrong or just as flawed and you've made some flawed opinions. I happen to think That you're wrong about Tyler Russell, how you attack him. (laughs) I to think that you're wrong about Colin Hill. And I cannot wait until his eligibility is up so he can come on this show and roast your ass for all the shit you've been saying about him this whole show. Oh, he knows. Oh, he knows exactly what you've been saying. You, been a, you know. have been a Colin Hill bashing dude since this show began. <laughs> I'll say this: you want to
2: talk my track? You breaking. have been a Colin Hill bashing since this show began. Hey, we said we're gonna get off of this whole trying to be polite stuff. I will let you talk. So here's my thing with that: you talk about the players. My father pees when it comes to players. My track record when it comes to that is not that flawed. Okay, I said at one time, and it was a big thing, even when I did bully Barkline, I said I had a big rant, probably wasn't the best thing to say, but I said that Tyler Russell would never be a great quarterback at Mississippi State. I said it would never happen. It was his freshman year. This is because I had behind-the-scenes knowledge. I knew people who worked in the program, and they told me that the boy just didn't have it. He was weak. As far as his mentality, he didn't even know how to call a huddle. I heard Muller himself get on him about that. They talked about how – I still remember a statement from one of my friends. Uh, he said that that year when Tyson Lee and Chris Ruff were battling out for the starting job and everybody was saying Tyler should start because he was this four-star freshman everybody was hype on. He was like, man, if you think Chris Ruff and Tyson Lee look bad, you don't want to see what Tyler going to
1: look like. What's your source on that? That's
2: one I'm, I'm not going to say That's a pretty – on so uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm not. Trust me, uh, that's one. That's one where I, I can't reveal that. But at the same time, that's like, one. But that's one. That's but that's just one particular player. Let's go, Chad Bumpus. I always said that he never performed in the big games. And me and Chad Bumpus, you talking about Colin Hill and all that stuff? They are gonna get at me. What is he trying to prove? He's talking getting at me. Uh,
0: Chad Bumpus did the I same do thing. Showing, I'm, not so my I'm doing you, I'm I'm not what you do. I'm doing what you do. This is what you do. You
2: interrupt. Okay, go for it.
0: See, I'm the difference between you and me,
2: though, I'm not gonna get all sensible about it and get all, well, sensible, of, of course,
0: you're not now because we, we, we're, we're taking the gloves off. we we fighting like Tung and, and Van Damme now. We ain't playing nice stuff no more. Of course you're not going to get offended.
2: Well, you remember i'm trying When I'm trying to, I'm
0: trying to make okay. my point, and it's fresh on my mind, and when you keep interrupting me, and I forget, oh, now you can talk now, Derek. Just like just when I had a point to make, and after Jeremiah finishes, but before Jeremiah finished, I have forgot what I was going to say, because you went run on sentence for about five minutes. That's why you write it
2: down, but okay.
0: Whatever, write it down. You don't write everything down, so hush that I don't book. need you.
1: Skills, skills,
2: all right. So, here's my thing back to what I was saying, so I remember what I have to say. Um, uh, talking about Chad, me and Chad,
0: Bumpus. Have a Stop, show, stop, sh- stop chewing first. and I damn is damn it. Nobody want to hear you smacking like an old cow over there. All
2: right, so we hear Chad Bumpus. Uh, we had tweet or whatever. I still remember on Twitter we was tweeting, and he called me all type of names and said so he'd been meaning to get at me for a while. And he was saying, I was like, I broke it down to him. I'm like, man, you can't even beat a linebacker. Uh, when lined up one-on-one. C.J. Moe just shut him down from Alabama. So you're a receiver, you got shut down by a linebacker. So that's how inefficient he was. And then, what, what did Chad Burfuss's pro career amount to? He was the all-time leading receiver from Mississippi State. Supposed to some all SEC player, and he—I don't even think he got drafted. So, am I so wrong about saying the Chad Bumpers wasn't that good? Tyler Russell did not get drafted. And he was a six-five. You think of these pro. The sad part is Thomas Stevens might actually get drafted, and Tyler Russell didn't. Think about that. And then at the same time, a he was not going that. Thomas Stevens is better than
0: Tyler Russell. Hell, damn
2: no. When did I say that? You never heard oh. those words come out of my mouth. You're putting words in my mouth. Okay, I didn't I mean, did. right no, get drafted, and Tyler Russell didn't. Thomas Stevens is not getting drafted. And as and far as, as that, there, the there, there have he's been, been, he's mean, been many amazing
0: legends that didn't get drafted, homeboy. So you're trying to say just because a, a bulldog doesn't get drafted, his status as a Mississippi State legend is in peril? Oh, no, nah, homie. You not a State legend. He he a legend. Been, who, 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 who called him a legend? When he did that be start? There have been many players, good, great players from Mississippi State that didn't make it in the NFL.
2: Don't, it don't put Do you know how hard,
0: hard it is to make it in the NFL? NFL? It is hard to make it in the NFL. But you have guys who know. won he the NFL. You had guys who won Buckus Awards and all types of awards. Who couldn't make it in the NFL? Facts.
2: You're not gonna try let to let make it like
0: that. Chad Buffett's legs at Mississippi State is shit because he didn't make it in the NFL. His
2: Mississippi Mississippi I don't agree with you. There were
0: some games that he did not show up in. But you don't become one of all time leads receivers in Mississippi State history, but I showed up at some point.
2: Yeah, in the games that didn't matter. You could patch your stats, stats against, and hey, The, thing, the, the rest hard. of the
0: team show up in those
2: games. They
0: what? The the team, just like this year. You kept hollering. How didn't show up. How are you gonna show up? But they got nine in the box, and your quarterback can't oh throw. God. How are you gonna run? That's a proven football. fact. Kind of like excuse. You can't me. discount that. You that ain't no excuse. That's a proven football fact. If your offensive line can't open holes, how can a running back run? How can he get the hole? How can he gain yards if the offensive line cannot block an open the hole for him? If the offense, if the passing attack is so so bad that it's so hard to open up a hole. It's so hard. Don't get me wrong. I do he had his Knicks, and his, his, his Knicks this year. But he had a wonderful year where he almost broke the single season Mississippi State rushing record. The single season <laughs> Mississippi State <laughs> rushing record. And you trying to down this man just like because you know he may have been injured a, a little bit. Hey, how about you let a guy my size fall on your ankle and see how you feel.
2: Uh, okay. Um, I never finished my thought, by the way. Uh, so what I was saying was, let's go back to the, you on you know, this Colin Hill tip he's current. So we'll have many uh, argument about Colin Hill and his extra behavior. Chad Bumpus never, never really. So we want to just address the part of it saying, I'm to say legend one. Technically, I guess you could say he is, but he's really not. He, he really wasn't an impact player in that way. Tyler Russell is not no Mississippi State legend. He needs he, he never started, he only started one full year. Even that year was he did okay, but at the end, he really didn't come through in the big games. He got replaced the senior year, partially because of injury, but partially because Dak was who he was. Okay, so here's my thing: like, my track record does stack up when it comes to MSU sport. I'm very rarely wrong about who's gonna be the QB. Um when it comes to, and they say I'm right about everything. I've been wrong. I'd say if Bernardo Sidney would be a great player. It didn't turn out to be that way. Um, I've been wrong about a few guys, but for the most part, I tend to be right. Everybody thought Cam Lawrence was hot stuff, and that was something I got hot water about, got in the hot water about, but at the same time, he never really became no outstanding pro player. So it is, it, I don't know. So it's kind of hard to hey, say. You know, trying and, to
0: make like a bulldog doesn't make any pros that what he did at Mississippi State has no merit. You never, realize, again, yeah, how and you hard it is to, too, to make it, put right it to the pros. No, you cannot that. make like this. his career mission is not that good simply because he didn't make it to the pros. You, you got to stop
2: dropping, taking stuff and running with it and taking it to like the bank. That some, that's what somebody's saying. I'm not saying that those people's careers aren't that. And I would never disrespect what those players did. They put the work in.
0: They don't give at this point. For awesome you that he was, and so I'm almost give glad him to that. that. Give him that.
2: So you keep interrupting, but at least let me get to the point on those things. I'm rebutting what you have to say. Let me do that. So here's my thing. I'm not poo-pooing those guys' careers or anything of that nature, but the facts are the facts. So I mean we could look at that, but I mean it is what it is. Um so that's like another my core issue, with you like putting words in people's mouth like they're saying that. I'm not saying nobody create this or that. I'm just going off what my track record says. My track record says anybody's known him for a year and tell you, I said that Monarcha McKinney would be a great player at Mississippi State. I said that Dak would be special. I said these things. The players that I pointed out that these guys are going to be this caliber of player, they turned out to be that way. Even before I moved to Houston and I did scouting stuff, even the coaches on the team talked about how I noticed things. I said that K.J. Wright would be a first round talent before anybody else was saying it. So all these things you're talking about, like my track record, I said things that others wouldn't say. I even remember my friends some years ago, since we, we are going to be talking about Bulldogs and the pros, I said that Dare Slay would get taken higher than Jonathan Banks. They thought I was nuts, and I was right. So, I mean, they both got taken in the second round, I believe. But at the same time, of course, Dare Slay is one of the top five corners in the league, and Jonathan Banks is, you know, not in the league anymore. They're not saying he wasn't... I thought maybe maybe he was just kind of a tweener that probably hurt him. He wasn't a bad player. But I look at things like that. I have a pretty good track record as far as being able to assess talent and knowing what I'm looking at. So that's all I'm saying. I feel my resume. Really maybe you should be at the combine next week instead of in the classroom, homie. Same thing, though. You still assessing talent, even in the classroom. You see where kids are at, you meet their needs, and you differentiate for those needs. So it's, it's the same skill set. You just use it for a different reason, a different uh, in a different arena. So I have the same ability, but that doesn't say this isn't just to hype myself up. My friends say this stuff all the time. I don't do the want to hype myself up. That's you saying, think I'm God's gift and stuff like that. But you're saying that, but you're reacting, you
1: know. bro. That's how you be acting sometimes.
2: No, no
1: Derek is Derek is projecting because he look what you got to understand is, is that you're the best Jeremiah but when you out there nobody hears you they hear the band one band one sound
2: <laughs> I get you AJ but I get it I think he's going overkill with it <laughs> yes it's a good comment but at the same time well, you realize Derek, who's the one that makes the outline every week. So if it was something I'm just looking at, like, oh, I'm just gonna go wing it and just talk and sound cool. Then I put the same amount of work in. You realize I go the same way. All of them. Wait, sales. wait, 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 wait.
1: Got... Jeremiah, Jeremiah. Speaking of which, uh, would you like to speak to the fact that according to Derek, you never approve any of his topics?
2: They suck half the time, so that's why I don't normally approve. Damn
1: them. lie, homie. This shit. you out. You gave Nobody ain't like nobody like. Do
2: like, you hear anybody here? <laughs> what you stop care to
0: say? You, you shit anybody, up. anybody? My topic, anybody, my suck. My topic suck, man. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I mean, look, look at the I, shit I, we got I, like, That's I, why I, we ain't I, even I, doing I, the show
2: that you gave me it sucks. It sucks. Hey, Derek, do you hear anybody? Anybody refuting what I had to say?
0: I don't give a shit what you say, homie. I said, but my, 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 my black quarterback, to my quarterback topic is a good topic because you know what? Other people are talking about it. Because Mike Leach has never had a black starting quarterback at any place he's coached.
1: Kentucky, I you, was really Texas, you, miss, you, you miss, I, I said topic.
0: There have been a lot of my topics. that have been good topics that you think that you have all-knowing power that your topics be better. Some of the stuff that I've thought about, you've used you, you some of it. you you tweaked it and used your own. But that's cool. I don't care about that. But you finna sit there simply say that every topic that I come up with is not good. That's utter bullshit, homie. That's pretty... Even team, we're not, team, not even doing the show. We're not, team, not, we're like not even that. doing the show that you doing. We ain't even doing that. Wanna know why? Because it's shit.
2: All right, that's what much. But I even no, said it, I am having you a hard said time.
0: About mine.
2: I mean, but my topics don't don't suck like that though. I have a bad topic too. At least I can admit it though. When my topics sometimes just because
0: the topic you talk about is just what's going on mixing with those sports.
2: Uh, it's not. What, football what, what original
0: topic? What original topics have you come up
2: with, really? Uh that I'm my job is to come up with top of this well, I had my, job doing my job to come up with the blah 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 Yeah, I thought so. Go <laughs> ahead, Arthur. All right, now you just being a little petty dude, like for real. Okay, like you, this is, is, I'm I'm your ass dead. out. This is
1: going straight to, to dog scraps. This is going straight to dog scraps. This is gonna be fucking great. I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I don't know, but you have to look at it this way, man. And then here's what you missed, there. Sometimes you miss authentic feedback. I'm pretty straightforward. But even I said, hey, we need to hold the black QB argument to it's more relevant. We don't know for sure. You basically, in a, in a roundabout way, be calling somebody racist before we even know what's up. I have
0: not said anything about racist. The thing is, under Dan Mullen, and this was a topic that has been discussed as well. People were trying to compare black quarterbacks to white quarterbacks. Under Dan Mullen, the quarterback position uh, has been pretty bad with white and black quarterbacks, okay? We have enjoyed success from white and black quarterbacks all life. Right. So I saw this on different message boards, in our group and in the other groups. People pointing out that, hey, Mike Leach has never had a black starting quarterback. I'm not calling him racist, but if you go back and you look at his starting quarterbacks, not a single one
2: of them has been black. I, I'll say this. Here's the thing about stuff like that. You got to look at the system that he runs. Now, I'm not saying not all black quarterbacks. Oh, nah, no. Not all black. no,
0: nah, nah, no. Listen,
2: oh, listen. Listen to what I'm saying on this. So this isn't me being trying to be, uh, defend him or make excuses, but you have to look at system. Dan Mullen ran a spread option system. Let's be real. This is not stereotyping. Most black quarterbacks are dual threats. That's what it is. So the the number of quarterbacks that Mike Leach might have in his pool to run his system aren't as high when it comes to black quarterbacks. Yes, there are black quarterbacks that are just straight drop back throw throwing quarterbacks. But how many of those are actually in the NFL right now outside of Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, actually can run? So how many black quarterbacks you know in the league right now that aren't doing threats? So it's not saying... No, it may be some to it with Mike Leach. I'm not. I, I see some of his political opinions and stuff like that. There may be some to it, but we might not. There's not enough evidence. Now, if you looked at his administrative staff and he had a bunch of white people all throughout his administrative team, but his head of player personnel was a black chick. So, I mean, you gotta like look at stuff like this. Things you have to like because somebody
0: quarterback, not his staff. I'm not talking about his staff. I'm saying quarterback. Now, I'm you, I might saw be. this topic that other people were talking about, and I was like, hmm. Anyway. Who are these other people be? So, so when I did my research, and it was true, Mike, Mike, the person asked, has Mike Lee ever had a black starting quarterback? I did my research, found, found information for every quarterback that has ever started under Mike Leach, and then neither one of them has been an African-American quarterback. That's valid information. That's not calling him racist. That's just saying, in all his his 18 years of coaching, the quarterbacks that have started for him have been white and not African-American. That's not calling him racist. That's just showing a statistic. It's kind of like a statistic.
2: statistic. Before you start listening to what you're saying. Like, we're in the media, and we understand when it comes to comments and different things like that. I remember a couple years ago – well, not a couple years long – when Keyshawn Justin played for the Cowboys, he got upset, and Michael Irvin, because he basically said that he was, like, trying to call him trash, and he was saying that you called me a number two receiver, like, you basically called me trash. And then Keyshawn was like, man, you know pretty much what you're saying. And then they were like – "Uh, he was like – and then Michael Irvin came back, like, I was like, it was – First and 10 on the goal line, um, they didn't throw the ball to you. Second and 10, they didn't throw the ball to you. Third and 10, fourth and goal, whatever it was, and, like, they didn't throw the ball to you. It's like, I'm not calling you a number two receiver. They are. So it's like those type of things. So it's come as you can make and it, it, it can appear that way. And it's even um Kevin Durant. I was listening to a podcast and Kevin Durant was talking about how what Kenji Perkins said is saying that Russell Westbrook is the best Thunder player in history or something to that effect. And K, KD was like, man, you know how people going to perceive it. So if you, we sit up here on this podcast basically saying this man has never started a black quarterback, you might well be insinuating that he don't want to start a black quarterback. Like, you don't know that shit for sure, but you you still saying it. So that's more what I'm speaking to. Like, you can't just, you can't be irresponsible in that regard. I said that might become more of a conversation if we get to spring ball and Maiden, Maiden doesn't say, hey, Maiden is outperforming Schrader in practice, and he has, still has him number two behind Schrader. You know, Costello's going to start. That's where I feel that's a more relevant argument. That's not saying your arguments, what you were saying, sucked. I think you might be better off holding it. That's all I'm saying.
1: Your rebuttal? Uh, well, I mean, it looks like um, it would seem as though Derek has capitulated. Hold on, so. I'm back. Oh, okay. What's, what's good then? I have stepped away for a second. So is you basically like everything that guy just said is bullshit, and we can move on. I mean, we can. Okay, well, I'm gonna cut that part off right there. That's going straight to the uh, the the uh, oh fuck, what is it? The goddamn no, uh, yeah, the dog scraps. That's it. Yeah, so I'm gonna end, and then we all go back and do the regular show. It's gonna be great.